Listeners, and welcome back aboard Costume Station Zero for part two of our Halloween roundtable. And I'm here with Kevin, part two. Uh, you and part two. Scott Sebring in 3D. Vicky, I'm just me. And back to me, Bob, and we're going to keep talking Halloween. So here we go. When Vicky and I uh, got our house, uh, in the late 90s and we don't have kids and we live in a neighborhood it's like well the kids know to come over to our house to you know get candy or anything like that do they know that you know we're there so we would get dressed up and put a chairs out on the end of our driveway with candy bowls so we'd be out there in, in costume uh-huh. and one year i had got one of those costume in a bed and this is when we started doing the uh starting to upgrade upgrade and change whatever was out of the bag mm-hmm. kind of thing and i had gotten a spider-man Come to discover a really rotten looking Spider Man. Just don't have the build, but uh, but Spider Man had like the holes cut out in the eyes. Right. So it was the first time Vicky and I ever went to Michael Levine's uh-huh. to look for fabric that you could see through. We're like holding fabric up to our yes, eyes. Yes, every see white these fabric there. It's like I can't really see you through this. I can't. I can yeah. sort of see you. Yeah, but we were we were modifying uh, the eyes on it so that they were white. Uh, the thing didn't come with gloves, so I took red gloves and took uh-huh. sharpies and wrote. Did the rest of the webbing on yep. it. Uh, she modified a pair of slippers so they would be the boots, boots yep. to and go then you on. Sharpied them. Yeah, so we uh, you know, totally modified that outfit, and this was the first time I ever got this kind of reaction. This is still Halloween. This is probably ninety eight, ninety nine or so. Go out the front yard, sitting there, and kid from across the street, Piety Man, Piety Man, Piety Man. <laughs> And that kid just was convinced I was Spider-Man. Right, right. First time that ever happened to me. And uh, yeah, he had done all his rounds, doing his trick-or-treating and all that, and still came around just to hang it with was, It was Pidey really Man. funny that year, because you kept hearing, Pidey Man, Pidey Man, Pidey Man. And then we'd have the parents, they'd come by with the kids, and the kids would get all excited, they'd see Spidey Man, and we'd give them the candy, and then they'd go on their way, and then an hour later, they'd be back with a camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get their photo with Pidey Man. Yeah, nice. which is so funny because I did go to a Halloween. We went to a Halloween party that year, and this is kind of funny because you did one of your first Xenos. It was like I did was it a of, McCall's pattern or something like that? Yeah, that was actually my first really sewn costume that I, I sewed, and uh, the McCall's pattern for Xena out of pleather. Yeah. Uh, and with, with painted armor. Yes, with painted armor. and, and Which I got like those three, like those moldy up kind of build of course, up paints that, like you yeah, do on we, t-shirts. We and I actually built up the armor that way. Nice. No, we had to do 3D, build it up, and you know, because, yeah. you know, we're just, was, even then we were that way. But you even wore blue contacts back I then. I got blue contacts and... They uh, weren't lined up very well or something. They didn't fit very well, and consequently in dark atmosphere, um... Uh, my whole vision was kind of foggy blue. So we go out to my fr- so we go out to my friend's uh, Halloween party that was that he was having, and we're going up this long driveway. It's pretty dark now. I've got my Spider-Man mask on, which visibility. If I'm like in a room that's fairly well lit, three feet, four feet ahead of me, I'm pretty good. It's like driving in the fog. And uh, Vicky's got her blue contact. She's not seen too well. And we start coming up to the driveway. And he's got fog going and lights uh, going. And party lights going. And we're, we're like blind. We're not completely both blind. We fit, <laughs> we like, we're, we're just bumping into one another going, okay, that's just you next to me. And we're just trying to walk, work our way up to the party. And everybody just kind of came up to me. I'm, I'm head to toe dressed up as Spider-Man. They go, hey, Scott. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, Scott. Nice. Hey, I must be Sebring over there. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't fooling anybody. <laughs> yeah, that... <clears throat> That's the only year I did Spider-Man. 
Yes. But uh, the following year, I got back into the Keaton style suit, went out to the front lawn. Kids didn't warm up to that as much. No, they loved Spider-Man. They loved Spider-Man. Keaton Batman scared him a little. Yep. That was exactly that was when I first kind of was putting two and two together. Like, well, they're not really digging the, the, this dark guy a whole heck of a lot, are they? You know, in 98, uh, I remember that was when uh, one of my other go-tos as a kid beyond the superheroes, the triumphant superheroes of Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, was Zorro. Zorro is, was something, it's on my fridge, I'll have to scan it and post it for people. Uh, I did a little Zorro with, uh, it was a cheap costume hat, and my mom took like an old shawl and cut eye holes, made a crappy mask, you know, but I thought it was great. And my Roman soldier sword, because I didn't have a cool fencing sword, my dark blue corduroys, my navy blue turtleneck, and that was my, that was my Zorro, but it was bitching, let me tell you. <laughs> and uh, I wore that a lot, and then when I became an adult, and uh, around that same Halloween, although I didn't know Scott yet, I was also starting to go beyond oh, I'm just going to buy this in bag and just wear this or whatever. So this is the first time I modified a costume and kicked it up and spent, I remember going, oh my God, I just spent $135 on a costume. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my God, this must be serious. Yeah. Future yeah. Bob looks back and goes, oh, you're cute. I know. It, yeah, really. I spent more than that on a cape. I know, I know. But, it's, it's uh, my monthly scarf bill. <laughs> my monthly scarf bill. <sighs> All right, I'm going to take that. Um... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, but I remember uh, I got the thing in the bag, but I got like a better shirt in a different bag, mm -hmm. and I got like special gloves they had like on the rack over there. Mm -hmm. I got a different hat that didn't have a giant Z on it. I got a different sword because it had a sheath, and then um, and a different belt and a different mask because the mask they had was crap, and this mask at least fitted my face. So I remember. What did you do for the boots? Oh, I had to live with the coverings back then. Yeah. Uh, now I have boots, but that's because of Star Trek. Yeah, of course. Yes. Back then I could not shell out for the boots. I'm sorry. I had to cut I had to cut mm -hmm. it off somewhere. It was a big deal though, I assume, uh, for everyone here that, you know, not only was it dressing up, but for me I remember half the ritual of Halloween was pumpkins, costume, and the trick or treating. Mm. Trick or treating was a big deal as a kid. Like, you know, getting that candy and, and being able to run the neighborhood and, and be your character and get your loot and then and then sit down with your buddies the other night and divvy up your loot like, ah, oh, I got an extra Kit Kat or something, you know, it was a big deal. I mean, was that the same for you guys? Absolutely. Um, when I lived in Virginia, it was. Because uh, we had a great neighborhood in Virginia. And they, I mean, there was this one house that went all out for Halloween. You'd have Frankenstein in the yard and mm. Dracula coming out of a coffin in the, in the ground and the Wolfman. I mean, they would just go nuts for Halloween. And it was, so the whole, the whole neighborhood kind of, mm -hmm. kind of got into it. And that was in, we were there until about third grade, which is a great period. So the whole neighborhood was really big into the trick-or-treating thing and it was really safe and everybody knew everybody and it was cool. But then when we moved from there, the neighborhood we moved into was in a much smaller town, and it was just being developed. So we were one of the few houses where they were cutting down the forest and building. Mm -hmm. So there really wasn't any trick-or-treating, because there wasn't hardly anybody there. And That kind of hurts it. Yeah. That kind of hurts it. Mm -hmm. And uh, by the time we left that neighborhood, you know, it, it, we just didn't wind up in another cool neighborhood for trick-or-treating. So, Ewan, did you end up with a lot of turnips? Uh, I did. I did. <laughs> now, I, I mean, trick-or-treating in Scotland, very different. I mean, obviously... They we, give you a beer. Just, yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Is it give fried? You mean, you mean <laughs> drive a whiskey and send you on your way. <laughs> By the time you get the end of the night, you're falling better. down. Um, no, like, people people don't do those massive, like, lawn displays. I mean, like, if somebody puts some cobwebs up in their house, everybody's like, oh, look at, look at them. There'd <laughs> be cobwebs up there. Oh, oh, it's trick-or-treat. Um, yeah, it's it's not really kind of that big of a thing. And then I don't know how it is for you guys, but, like, there's a point where, like, as a, as a kid, you kind of hit your sell-by date for trick-or-treating. Yeah. And I remember, like, the funniest Halloween we did was, like, it was that year where, like, me and a friend kind of realized, like, ah, shit, we're too old for this. <laughs> I kind of, I, I think, like, our first clue should have been our costumes. We dressed as Father Ted and Father Dougal. Uh, <laughs> Father Ted. Nice. Yeah, our, our, our you, black school. I was, of course, I was you Dougal. I was Dougal. <laughs> and my black school trousers, we both had, like, black turtlenecks that we put, like, a little white sticker on. Nice. <laughs> He had nice. a gray V-neck. I had like this uh, weird, like feral sweater vest thing that I'd managed to find from somewhere, and we went door to door singing "My Lovely Horse." Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it was just that year where like all the parents were like, "Ah, yeah, 
why don't you guys take some candy and leave? It was just it was it was just like uh, by the time we hit the first house, we're yeah, this is this is the last year. We are not going to be able to do this for very much. Longer. You know what? You should totally revive that. <laughs> well, I mean, in all fairness, you were twenty-two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just remember re- being really depressed when I realized this was the year that I just can't go trick or treating anymore. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm too old. Yeah. I mean, previous years, uh, my friends, I didn't do this because I thought it was wrong. But two of my friends would go in their costume, make the round, then get a sheet, cut a couple of eye holes in it, <laughs> take another round. I was like, I'm not going to do that. Ah, uh, they were double mm. dipping on the camp. Double, absolutely, yes. Yes. And it was fun. There were there were a couple of, maybe maybe just one. There was one house in our neighborhood that had the, the setup with mm. where you would go up to the door and they would drop a... A thing in front of the door, and it, it was really, really scary, but really, really exciting as right, a kid. Right. And it's from that that when we had those Halloween parties at the Bessemer House, uh-huh. we really—I mean, Rick had the same. Rick and Ray, we we all had the same lust for having a fun, fun display for the kids. So yeah. we had—I mean, we had they, Rick and Ray. I mean, I was there in spirit, but those guys really did all the mechanical stuff. They they put together a dummy and they got out like a like a, a motor and and, yeah. and jimmied it up and they hung a hung a corpse and it would move and jiggle. Yeah, yeah, it would jiggle and it was mm-hmm. really disturbing. <laughs> did you guys have like the Halloween games here, like specific things you would do at Halloween parties, like bobbing, bobbing, for, bobbing apples. for apples? Yeah. Did you mm-hmm. do treacle scones? Nope. No. Don't know what that is. So treacle scones, wheat um, curd turnips. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you guys too, really? Uh, no, they would take like treacle scones, cut them in half, like cover them in like that thick, like black treacle, like um, Tate and Lyle, like black treacle. Hang them up by a string, and you had to try and like eat as much of the potato scone as possible, uh, or the treacle scone, with your hands tied behind your back. So like the things like bapping you mm. in the face while you're trying to like bite it, and you would yeah. like race and see like who could eat it first. But you're getting the thing stuck to you, and you had to like. like <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> we made our own fun in Scotland. <laughs> yeah. no, no, we just had kick the surf. You know? yeah. <laughs> wow. but no, the one I was at last night, the the, the he's. But I never bought for an apple. <laughs> He had a he had a little little fountain out. He's he's got a little bit of money. He had a fountain out and he had um, dry ice. So there was and he had a graveyard and it was just it was awesome. It's pretty cool. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I did some Halloween parties when I was uh, little. I remember uh, first year I did Superman as a little whatever four year old or something. I remember because he was your go to. <laughs> he was my go to. I was very proud to wear my Superman actually. And I remember trying to keep that thing on and sleep in it too. But uh I yeah, we had a little Halloween party with all the kids and yeah, we had our you know, pinata and the bombing for apples and stuff. When I got older, between eighty eight and ninety, ninety one, when again I was doing another round of I think every year it was like Superman, Batman, Spider Man or something. Uh but better versions obviously, not that I need to say that, obviously. Right. So we did uh we had we had some fun Halloween parties there, uh for, for late middle school, early junior high, and I remember Remember the last year we did it, we did do a mock haunted house in my basement. Nice. And uh, I remember we populated it. My my friend Joe was uh, Freddy Krueger, and he was going to uh, you know chase you down the hall. And my other friend was a Grim Reaper, and I think another guy was axing off like a dummy's head or something. And uh, oh, oh, we had a Jason, of course. And at the end, I remember in order to get you out because we didn't want people hanging around too long, we would have everyone kind of escape from their cages and ush- and chase you out of the of the actual hallway. So that was fun. Um, kind of missed that. That was great. But yeah, when that I was 13, awesome. about that year, maybe 14 was the last time I remember trick or treating and going, yeah, exactly. Like this is the last year I can do this. And I think I was Clark Kent changing into Superman. So it was like regular suit, but then the shirt was open and the glasses and everything. It was like your that. variant. It was my variant. Yeah. I thought, okay, this year going for the variant. So yeah. Uh, but I remember having that, but you know, what's weird is then I transitioned as a teenager into, doing costumes for like I do those how to host a murder parties and so I had to oh, did so you guys ever fun. play those you yeah. never got to I tried I, I, I told Rick I, I was like we should do that it'll be fun and he said yeah call me when you do that <laughs> and it was yeah that calling me when you do that that says there's absolutely no damn way I am joining you with one of those which is funny so I've never done it I can so see Rick doing it but that's funny um yeah no they're fun and I you know we're talking types you know a millionaire race car driver hunter and Archaeologist is my favorite. Archaeologist is fun, but uh, there's a room for a rogue scholar. There's always room <laughs> for the rogue scholar. I'm your man. 
<laughs> no regular scholar for you. Yes. But I, I remember getting into the handing out the candy and you know, transitioning into, I hand out candy, I help with the decor. I, I remember hanging up a corpse at my house in Minnesota like a year or two, like around when I was 15. And we took my old snowmobile suit, the one I wore when I was Spider-Man, <laughs> and I filled it up with newspaper and we attached some boots and we put a skull mask on it and made it, we put some fake caro syrup blood and hung it from my basketball hoop. And yeah, that was, that was fun. But I, you know, so that was cool. But then you're right. It's a weird, here's, here's my thing. I feel like all of us in this room should be the adults handing out candy to kids at Halloween. And what are we doing? We still are looking for ways to dress up. <laughs> uh, I mean, if I, if I don't well, wind up doing parties. anything that night, I will probably do both. Okay. I'll probably dress in my costume and try and like hand out candy. There's the, I, I have to admit when I would hand out candy to a lot of the kids mm -hmm. for Halloween, I'd actually get depressed. In, to a certain degree, because you see these kids in some of these costumes. Okay, I know you guys have had to see this. Almost any little kid who's got a costume where they should be like wearing the mask. Uh -huh. For example, if you're Batman, right? They don't have the mask over their face. It's sitting on the top of their head like a cap. Oh yeah, yeah. but they, those, they're, they're, those things are terrible to breathe through, though. They, they are. are. Hey, miserable. I paid my dues. <laughs> and, had that Ben Cooper thing with his two little holes in the nose. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Sorry, kid. No candy for you. Get your mask on. Do it properly. Then maybe we can talk. But have them walking up as Batman, and they don't even have... Now mom's carrying the mask, you know? It's kind of like, commit, please, commit. <laughs> Spider-Man. I mean, I was looking through white fabrics to see what I could see through. I look at kids, and like, they're not even wearing the mask. It's Obviously, just, we're not going to be seeing those kids at Comic-Con anytime soon. They're not screen accurate enough. That's uh, I'm not, not just, just put the mask on. At least work with what you Come have. Come on, right. Mr. Fantastic didn't even need a mask. <laughs> <laughs> and I wore that thing like a badge. <laughs> Child-sized gray temples so you can just attach with Mr. Fantastic costume. I, I never did understand why my Superman came with the mask. I did wear it once just to say I wore it, right? But then I'm like, I'm not doing this thing anymore. See, Superman makes sense. Right. You know, that makes sense to me. Indiana Jones makes sense. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing Batman or Spider-Man, if you're Iron Man and you're not wearing the helmet, yeah. you better have a mustache and a goatee being Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw a little tiny little kid's martini. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> the year before we did our first Halloween party at the house, I remember uh, we were all home. Mm. And, um, you know, the kids would come up and they, they'd be, and they, I'd distribute candy. I'd be like... I want to make this fun for them now. So it was the last minute. Okay, change the bulb outside to the green bulb. Uh -huh. uh, I played some scary music. And uh, I think I, I don't even remember what I dressed up as. I think I got a, like a black cape or something. But I was Probably like, Grace American Hero on the yeah, back. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I was like, this, this sucks. I don't want to be just the house that people, I want them to love this house. I want them to, to love Halloween as much as I do. So that's when the next year. It might have even been two years before the party because next year we just made it cool for the people coming. Mm. And uh, yeah, like I don't, I don't want to just be. To your point, I don't want to be at home distributing candy. I want to be out there in costume, dang yeah. and I just don't know what I'm going to do. What I remember one year where uh, I think we finished kind of doing the outside uh, handing out candy thing. We turned back into the house, and kids just kept coming. Didn't realize that the kids were still coming. And we ran out of candy. Yeah. And you we know? bought a lot And we, we bought a lot of candy. Of course, we weren't sitting there like, oh, here's one for you and one thing for... No, it's like, you know, you grab the handful and just go, boom, here you go. <laughs> you know, here, here. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you know... I made the mistake as well. I will hook you up, you know? <laughs> the and, but the funny thing is that, that. We, we ran out of candy. And this is getting a little bit later when you know, like, it's about to be that roll-off, but you're not, you know, sure, you know, how many more are going to be coming. And we still had like a whole door full of kids that like don't really have any candy and or much candy left. And I realized I had like one of those. Um, we had a we had a, a case of microwave popcorn that we'd gotten at like the nice. Sam's Club. Like a Sam's Club. A so case it's of, like so it's like oh there's kids. So we broke it up and we and I we started handing out the the popcorn in and bags and that you could hear it. It's the kid. They've got popcorn and you could hear it echo down the block. They've got popcorn. They've got popcorn. They've got popcorn. <laughs> Oh, and, wow. and it's like there was nothing left to that case. Oh, it was gone. It was gone. It's like people turned around and came back. <laughs> All right, I got a twofer. Uh, one one year that happened to us too, and uh, I couldn't. I was the only one home at, at that time, and I, I gave away Ray's Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had a lot of Mountain Dew. The kids kept coming. So <laughs> Those kids were hyper that night. <laughs> now, probably in '98. 
probably in 98. I was working at Hollywood Video, and Hollywood Video had a promotion during the Oscars where they would give away stuff for the for Oscar night, and they would be like uh, a pack of the taco mix mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of stuff for you got a Just taco like night. Just like the stars. <laughs> right? <Nice. laughs> so they gave a whole bunch of stuff. And, I, and after the promotion, oh, and gum. And after the promotion was over, after Oscar night was over, they're like, okay, throw away the stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to throw away all this stuff. I love tacos. So <laughs> we had uh, like a big, uh, you, it's a, uh, I don't know, explain this for our viewers it's, at home. It's a here. big box worth. It's about a cubit. <laughs> it's a cube. What's it's a cubit? Roughly a, it's roughly a metric ton. It was a, okay. So anyway, it was a, it was a big four farthings and a shillings worth. A, a, a very large trunk. Part of the covenant turnips. A oh very my God. A very large four score box filled with taco seasoning and gum. There was another one. And I was like, I should have tell taco not, seasoning and gum. I'm taco flavored gum. I'm not throwing away this gum. So I, I kept them both. And, uh, you know, the taco seasoning, as much as I like tacos, it, a lot didn't happen with that. So it was in a big box on top of the fridge. I was working that Halloween night at Hollywood Video. And Ray, no, 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 Rick and Alex, Halloween night, gave out packets of taco fix to the kids. <laughs> But not the gum. No candy. Oh, I'd eaten all the gum by then. That was actually used. They were was left. literally, and they would be excited. They said, taco mix, guys. <laughs> and they would look at it, and uh, they would leave. And, you know, I got home at 1 o'clock that morning. I parked the car. I'm walking up, and, of course, there's fucking taco mix all over the yard. <laughs> Did you get what was? Yeah, we gave it out. We gave out taco mix to the kids. They were they loved it. I don't think they loved it. <laughs> did you Did you guys ever have the? There were the people that. I think I'm just going to hang hand out sweet and low next year. <laughs> that's that's. Oh God. Did any of you guys get the the people who handed out change or pennies? I think so, uh, but. They're easily forgettable. Yeah, it, it <laughs> yeah. Never, it never, it, you'd think it would be cool, but as a kid, no. It just, it, it's just if a I didn't, yeah. If I didn't get my Snickers or my my Smarties and I got pennies instead, <laughs> I mean, it sometimes it added up to whatever, maybe thirty, forty cents, and you could go buy something the next day. But it was never the same. It was always. It's true. You'd, I'd sit there on the hill with my buddies, and we'd be divvying stuff up, and we'd get all the and we'd be like, eh, the penny. It was almost like the socks at Christmas, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. I felt like it was okay because it was like somebody giving you candy futures. <laughs> candy futures. Oh, okay, this is cool. Like once mm. I've finished eating all this candy, I have money to go buy more candy. Well, it sounded like you actually had a bit more money coming in than, than we were. I mean, if you literally have like four cents, what are you going to do with that? That's true. Even the yeah. Now, how about the other side of that? Because I remember speaking of handing out soda, there was a house that gave out cans of soda, and it was way it was it was a hike, mm-hmm. but you knew you were getting a can of soda from uh-huh. these people. But so that's different. Points. I mean, that, that's, that's still intake you know yeah. no so totally it's, it's, i'm saying yeah. it's sugar but i'm yeah. saying is is there any, so that was our gotta hit this house because it's awesome did you guys have any of that well there was always like that that rumor going around that there was a house that was giving out full-size candy right actually gotta go back in the more innocent time uh i do remember a house that we go to that they would kind of have it opened and they would have like dry eyes kind of over a punch bowl Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like this kind of, you know, fog uh-huh. coming up over the brew, the witch's brew. Kind of, so we would actually have this punch okay. kind of thing, you nice. know. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, back then you didn't second guess it. Uh, but that was that was, that was was the cool. I mean, that was one of those like little added uh, yeah. things that, that, that would happen. But uh, And refreshing, I'm sure, for walking around during. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I, I think I probably, I think at that point I would take my mask off. You know, and then just, yeah. just to have a little step here. <laughs> Mr. Fantastic takes a break. <laughs> break character. <laughs> there was a year, and this is in high school, where uh, I went as Brutus the Barber Beefcake on Halloween because <laughs> he was my favorite wrestler at the time. And wow. I had cut, you know, his his costume was, he was like, he was always, he was, a, he used the scissors and he cut people and he's always cutting. So right. he had, uh, I cut up this, uh, jacket and all this stuff and i just I, I had people asking me if i was a bum and i said i'm brutus the barber <laughs> <laughs> oh okay misidentifications happening 
I had a year where I desperately wanted to be Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah. Um, I just, but I, I, I could not work out how to do it and look okay. Like, it was one of those things where, like, I found these, like, um, black cycling shorts with, like, a pink stripe up the side. Nice. And I put on, like, a black vest and, like, some, like, mirror shades that I had. And I kind of looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, I look like a skinny kid wearing cycling <laughs> shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a little, like, tank top. Um, and, and yeah, I was like, I, I need to work out something else. <laughs> it was that like awful realization where, like, oh, casting. Yeah. It's like, mm. that's a thing. <laughs> I was just kind of curious. We were talking about like, you know, divvying out the candies and yeah. so forth. So just kind of round table here was, what was your go-to candy? Like if you had gotten this candy, that was a good thing. Oh. And then what was the worst thing? Change oh. not included. Oh, well that's easy. Tootsie Rolls. Worse than candy corn? Ooh. I didn't even know you could eat that stuff. I, like, I thought mm. it was decorative. I like, <laughs> I, I like candy corn. I would say All candy right. corn beats See, it, we did eat but I you. got to yeah. more often, so that came okay. to me more to, to chuck aside. Yeah, Because only the cruelest of the cruel would give out the candy corn. Gosh, it's, oh, candy it's like corn. River Rocks. Oh, <laughs> or Peeps or something. It's just, oh, ugh. For I me, like, it was now and laters. Yeah, I wasn't in the Because it it's supposed to taste like something. I think it's like watermelon, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it stick to your molars. For yeah. me, the best were the little miniature candy bars in the Hershey Special Dark. <clears throat> nice. Because that was the only time I ever got them was Halloween. It was the Hershey Special Dark. The little miniature ones, and those were the best. The uh, the, the mini Snickers and the Smarties were probably my two general favorites. Those were those were solid hitters. But, but there was, when you say Special House with the cans of Coke... Special house sometimes. I don't know. I, I, it, it always changed. It wasn't like the one house. But if you were lucky, you got nerds. Ooh, nerds was a big one for you? Oh, nerds yeah. were big. Because they always had... I mean, this is back when you had nothing but good flavors of nerds. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was good stuff. I remember that. Plus, nerds were like new then. You know, so it was like, oh, it's the new... The cutting edge yeah. candy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I think best would be Mars bars. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, fun size, full size, like... Yeah, those ones are my favorite. Uh, worst, Satsumas. Oh, gosh. Uh, so, a lot of people giving out fruit. Who's <laughs> giving out that's the just fruit? Wrong. That's just wrong. That's hey, right. I spot. sometimes got apples yeah. and I was like, who needs this? Yeah. In a sense of youth, your house. I remember being like six or seven years old and wishing for a Mars bar that was as big <laughs> as my arms could go. As long as they could go. Like, that would be the best thing ever. Uh, oh, the little miniature peanut butter cups. Those were always good. Those were very oh, yeah. good. Those, yeah. were, Those were solid. Good. My favorite candy bar was a whatchamacallit bar, but nobody ever handed that out, so I can't really count that because it doesn't apply to that time of year. I did so. one year get a marathon bar, and that was pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Wow. Wait, did I didn't like the marathon bars. Was that the same? Heathen. We used to call Snickers marathon bars, but then they changed to Snickers. Uh, that... You probably know a marathon bar more as a curly whirly. Oh, yeah, curly whirlies. Yeah. You know, they don't have Mars bars anymore, but they have Snickers almond, which are the same thing. Oh, Wait, Mars bars don't have almonds in them? Of course they did. It's the best about? part. No. Are we Mars talking about bars? two different bars here? So. American, UK bars? Yeah, because Mars, Mars bars was just like nougat, they were like nougat. Um, caramel, and then chocolate. And the chocolate was kind of like well, those are the pretty three, beefy. Those are three musketeers. No, no, no. no three no, musketeers no, that's like Milky Way. Yeah. yeah, Milky Way. Listen, Mars bars had almonds, and that's all I got to say about that. If I had my phone switched on, we would be on Wikipedia right now. Just so people would be writing in right now. There are oh, people yelling at the podcast right now. Like, oh, they don't know their candy. Yeah. <laughs> so all this candy bloggers taking us down. <laughs> Representative from Mars Bars is writing a very nasty email right now. <laughs> but to vote. whom? Mars Bars. <laughs> with or without That's us. Bob Mitch. B-O-B. <laughs> Lovely. There was a candy back then that was like, you have... Candy cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Ah, these weren't the cool ones. Oh, yeah. These were like these little chalky. Oh, they were little, like really super thin ones. Very thin, like... very small, and chalky, and they had like little red tips on yes, them. Yes, yes, yes. God, they were crap. Yeah. <laughs> My granddad, like, he would he would smoke, and when he would take me out as a kid, he would have his cigarettes, and he'd always buy me a pack of those. Oh, they were horrible. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. And then it was like wax candies. Oh, were, yeah. Oh, I never wax understood that. Like, wax candies. Wax like, wait, it's like. Well, they weren't. Yeah, there's like wax they, candies. I'm like, it looks like a bug, and it tastes and there's like, like juice in there, right? Yeah. I mean, sometimes. Well, sometimes, but it's just like, I'm not gonna eat that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna chew on it. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll go stick it on a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, those were the yeah, those were the the not so cool uh, 
candies I remember. But your go-to? Oh. Uh, the good candy cigarettes were the ones that were like... Whoppers. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Whopper, Anything with malt in it, I, I'd just be like... Yeah. Eh, you, you may f- and Milk Duds. Love Milk Duds. Milk Duds, sure. You know. I, and I, I, I realize I still do this to this day. If I like little uh, box of Milk Duds, mm-hmm. I still jiggle the pack. Yeah. You do, going. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 just, you, just, you don't sit there just like rip into it. You go... Yeah, they're in there. No, you're right, though. And and same with nerds. Yeah. Yeah. You got to jiggle it. That's true. That's true. I used to love those old boxes of nerds. I don't know if they still come like this, but, you know, it like you flip open the side and you can pour it into your hand. Yes. I love the two different flavors. Yeah, and the two different flavors. Yeah. There's like red ones and blue ones or something. Yeah, yeah. Strawberry, watermelon, or whatever. Grape. Grape, grape, and watermelon. Or I have most interesting Mars news. Breaking Mars news. UK or US? Exactly. You you had it. You you had an idea. In in the United States, they were different. They had nougat, soft caramel, and almonds. But in the in the UK, I don't think it did. So there you go. Oh, there you go. Oh, so it's uh, so you're I mean, both the right. Is We're both a, right. Uh, oh, this is the new worldwide version. I guess I'm kind of half wrong too, though. Just just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so it was the almond. So it was that almonds embargo in the UK <laughs> that uh, wow. just you know. <laughs> you guys don't carve out the almonds for tiny tiny lights. <laughs> exactly. So Kevin's more almond joy, and Ewan's more mounds. Is what we're saying. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> we're, we're saying Kevin feels like a nut. And sometimes, sometimes you and doesn't. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, probably a commercial I don't know anything about. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I guess you don't, you don't know the Mounds Almond Joy commercial where they... Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes, sometimes you, you don't. don't. Almond Joy's got nuts. nuts. Mounds don't. <laughs> don't. Because sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Like, no, we're just joking. They just made up that song. <laughs> yeah. That's because we're talented at improv. Uh, so is one of you guys a little bit country and the other one's a little bit rock and roll? Uh, I'm and totally it's rock full circle to the Osmonds. Bring it back. 16 degrees my ass. <laughs> uh, same token of school. Uh, have you guys ever dressed up much for your workplace? I know clearly I Vicky do. has. but I do. Yeah. If, if it's on a work day, I tend to. Although I, I, it is more of a schlummy costume. It, well, I call it schlummy, but it's right. there. I, there are certain costumes I could not wear at work simply because it wouldn't be functional for work. That's just it. You have to make sure it's functional. You for know, work. it's like you know, ambassadors of death. It'd be kind of oh, hard to answer wow. the telephone. That would be awesome, though. Um, there was the one year that I had planned to wear my Xena outfit to work. All right. And um, I was kidding up in my Xena armor that morning. And the resin on my breastplate, where the leather latches to the back plate, yeah. uh, started to, to tear and come loose. And I didn't want to risk damaging it further, so I really quick jumped out of my Xena outfit uh, and jumped into my Tigger suit. Right. <laughs> because my Tigger suit's kind of my fallback. It's like a giant adult. you jumped into it as well. That's it's just it's, it's like a giant adult yeah. onesie, you know? Yeah. So it, with ears. It, with ears. She began and, with the character. <laughs> yeah. So it's you know, and it always goes over very well. Although all the old people that come into the office like to pull my tail, um, as they do, as they do. So instead of being Xena that day, I was Tigger, and I get to the office, and I work in a big high rise in Beverly Hills, and the office has fire drill. Oh jeez. Where we have to evacuate the whole building. <laughs> we have to walk out into the residential neighborhoods behind our building, at least a block away and wait for the fire marshal to go through and clear the building that we evacuated it properly. Mm -hmm. So I'm standing out there in this residential neighborhood waiting for the fire marshal to go through and clear us and let us go back in, and I see this guy walking down the street towards me, and I'm looking at him and going, wow, that that guy really looks a lot like Kevin Sorbo. Uh Uh-oh. And he keeps coming towards me, and it is Kevin Sorbo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And all I'm sitting there thinking is, I was supposed to be Xena. (laughs) (laughs) I was supposed to be Xena. Here, walking towards me down the street, is the actor who played Hercules, and I was supposed to be Xena, and instead I'm standing here in my Tigger suit. And he comes up to me and he goes, oh, Tigger! I love Tigger. My kid's going to be Tigger tonight. <coughs> nice. And all I can think of is, I'm supposed to be Xena. <laughs> you told him, of course. No, I couldn't say anything because my head's what? locked up. I'm just like, ah! Because in my head, all I'm doing is, I'm supposed to be Xena! Very, very You're surreal. Hercules, and I'm supposed to be Xena. Nice. I'm here, you know, it's one of those weird 
confluence of things, you know? It's like, what are the odds? What are the odds? Fire drill, just the right moment. Kevin Sorbo, I'm supposed to be Zeno! <laughs> and I'm in a tear suit. One of those strange things. Yeah, when I was working uh, music instrument retail, like sell music, musical instruments, uh, yeah, they encouraged at the store I was working at, you know, you could do Halloween uh, dress up. So it was like, going, hey, I got an excuse to put on a suit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, one year I put on the Keaton uh, suit. Another year I actually just did something a bit different. I actually painted my face as Peter Chris from Kiss. Oh, nice. Wow. And I. And I didn't have really like you know the 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 Kiss outfits you know to put on. So Kiss used to have had an album called uh, Dress to Kill. They were all wearing business suits on the front of the album yes. cover. So I went and I put on a suit and I went and did my Dress to Kill. And almost any low budget Kiss fan does that at one point or another <laughs> in their fandom. Right. Um, so, but it was kind of interesting to do the face makeup because even then I was getting into the detail, like, oh, he does this green around the eye and he does this over here. And the, I oh, can the angle of the shopping whiskers. for the makeup with you and, and you just had to find just the right makeup. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to put the silver on for the nose and so I'm going like, and, but you know, after a good bit of sitting there in front of a mirror putting on the makeup, I'm like, this guy had to do this for a gig every darn night. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he quit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I did that one year and, um. And then slowly it became like, I think that was the other reason why I started kind of doing some other costumes here and there. Because I knew at least for Halloween I had something that I could go mm -hmm. and do in costume. Mm -hmm. And one year was when uh, the first suit that I had gotten made for me, you know, from out of nothing, was the Doctor Strange. Right. And that was really so I could wear it at work. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and it was so sad because nobody knew who he was. Yeah. I went to this... Doctor Strange. I mean, I had the eye of Agamotto. <laughs> I had the cloak of levitation. Mm -hmm. Everybody kept calling. And Vicky, him this is the first time Vicky had sewn an outfit for me. We weren't just modifying anything. We this was from the ground up. And oh my god, my first real out costume. Crazy right. stand-up collar. <laughs> yeah. In this cheap stretch velvet. But we, you know, went to Joanne's, picked out our fabrics, and uh, tried to find found gold opera gloves for for his right. gloves and mm -hmm. stuff, and uh, had to make my own uh, Eye of Agamotto uh, amulet. Mm -hmm. right. So I was doing my first foray into doing like my, you know, trying to find the shapes to try to put together your own prop. Mm -hmm. I was like, that was my first baptism of fire in that thing. <laughs> you know, what am I going to use for that? You know, you think you're going to find an amulet anywhere. No. Sported a wig, did the gray tits, grew my mustache out for that. Mm. And I showed up. And what was interesting was how many people at work did not recognize me. Right. Out of the gate. Just the fact I had hair. <laughs> that was the first indicator. Uh, but that, like I said, yeah, people would go, oh, you're here to suck my blood or whatever. You know, no, I'm not Dracula. And... Vicky shows up a bit later, and we go to lunch, and we go over to a Chili's. We went to a Chili's, and this and, is... And, I'm sitting there, and I order, and so forth, and eventually, you know, we eat. We're about to leave, and decide to go use the bathroom, so I get up, and I leave. Vicky and this is this. and this is the, the really sad part. Scott gets up, and he leaves, and he goes to the bathroom, and I'm, I'm sitting at the table waiting for him, and a waiter comes up to us. Not the waiter who waited us, but another guy, and he comes up to me, and he goes, he's Dr. Strange, isn't he? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, and he's like, oh, that's so cool! And then he leaves, and then Scott comes back. <laughs> <He's gone. laughs> yeah, I'm like, somebody knew who you were! It's because, like, who? Oh, I think yeah. she's just making that. No, it's true! <laughs> he was so excited that you were Dr. Strange. He peered out of the mist recognized <laughs> you, and then retreats it back to Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but I did do Doctor Strange that year, and uh, but I did bust Doctor Strange back out, like I said, about two three years ago for uh, Halloween uh, when we went to go see Nosferatu being shown at a local uh, yeah it was church it was here with a pipe organ company, and we just kind of opted to you know hey I'll wear the Doctor Strange tonight, bust it out for the first time, and it's kind of funny because this is like seven years into my cosplay stuff eventually, where you put on the old suit and you go whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I'm so proud of this <laughs> step back in time yeah and I'm just, you know he's like he's wearing the Doctor Strange and I'm just looking through the thing oh well oh, I've got a black velvet kind of renaissance dress <laughs> I've got my fangs from when I was you know the cat nun and oh I've got cape here and I've got wigs I'll be a vampire <laughs> throw it all together you're a vampire mm -hmm. yep that was fun 
uh i used to work at an office that was like strictly like it wasn't like anti-halloween but certainly like nobody came in in costume so i kind of delighted in kind of coming up with these subversive little like non-costumes that i would wear every halloween <laughs> like one year i just kind of wore my regular clothes and then like a little puffer vest over the top and i'm like yeah i'm Marty mcfly nice and then one year i did like a i was wearing like black pants and a gray v-neck and i'm like yeah i'm harry potter but then the last year i worked there was my favorite because i wore uh blue jeans uh, blue denim shirt and my aviators all day and was like I'm Don Henley <laughs> <laughs> great another Don Henley <laughs> so yeah I don't know maybe I'll bust that one out for Comic Con one year or you know, like another <laughs> parts, you know maybe I'll get some guys together and do an Eagles group <laughs> uh, yeah, there, um, there was one year I went to work and I wore my full renaissance peasant garb you know with the whole the whole deal all, all done up in Renaissance gear. And I was taking a, a patient down the hall, and I heard one of the patients at the front desk asked another girl who worked there. She leans over and she goes, Does she always dress like that? <laughs> and it's like, No, I don't always dress in, in the full peasant garb. No, it's, it's Halloween. Nice. It's a costume. Yeah, it's funny. This reminds me that... Uh... While I was doing the stuff at, uh, you know, at work doing those Halloweens, like I said, I, I was never uh, dressing up for conventions or anything like that. Mm. I didn't know anybody at that time who was actually dressed. You know, I go to a convention, you see those people <laughs> dressed up, right, uh, doing the costuming and stuff. But I didn't know anybody. Yeah, I had heard of them. Mm -hmm. And anyway, this one Halloween, I was uh, putting together another Batman suit. This is just prior to doing the Adam West thing, I was trying to do more of a comic book Alex Ross kind of thing. And I think I'd just seen like the fan film Dead End, right. which made me kind of go like, ooh, yeah, that's way better than those rubber suit things. Mm -hmm. And um, so I thought I was trying to put something together. And I'd just done Doctor Strange the year before. And uh, anyway, it was an operations manager and my assistant. Uh, he... Uh, was talking about doing his Indiana Jones. And said, well, he said, he's been planning on doing his Indiana Jones, but now he thought he was just going to go all out on it. And I didn't quite understand what he meant by really going all out on his Indiana Jones. Buying the deluxe costume in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> no. This is like, if you were going to go to Comic-Con and you ran to an Indiana Jones, this is the guy who goes and gets the, nice, gets the tailored nice. coat from England, mm -hmm. gets the, the, the German uh, gas mask bag. Uh, cool. you know, he showed up for work. And he had the right hat. He had the right uh, shirt. Everything was down to the finest detail to where he even busts out of his bag his journal and a little oh, blue nice. vial. And he was into this nth detail of everything, and it was amazing. And that's the first person I met that went to like that extra degree of detail and so forth. When he busted out the journal and he had the little blue vial and he even had like a like a um, a flyer for um, the club that she was singing at at the oh, club, club Obi-Wan. Obi yeah, so uh, he actually had a flyer for like, you know, now appearing over there in the journal and just go like, this is awesome. No one would ever see that. Yeah. Well, but the even, fact you got that yeah. is awesome. Yeah. He even went out and rolled around in the dirt. He did. Before he came in, he rolled out <laughs> the dirt just a little bit just to, to kind of get the To make the costume really, really authentic looking. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, you know, um, the funny thing is that... <laughs> And he was casting wise, he was very, very thin. So I used to call him Skinny Anna Jones. Nice. Oh. But no, but he was amazing. I mean, but that was the that was the and the funny thing is this is just months before I started putting together my first Adam West suit. So I, that guy definitely uh, was like going, "Wow, you really could go out on that. That's just so neat, man. I wish I put that kind of effort into my bat suit." It was like that kind of thought process. And then I met Wally mm -hmm. shortly after that, and you mm -hmm. go, "Oh, people, this seems like something I really want to do." By the way, this guy never wore Indiana Jones for like. Uh, a convention or anything like that. You know, mm. he was still, to my knowledge to this day, he's still just been like a Halloween, sure. uh, you know, kind of guy and stuff. But that was the first time I really ran into somebody who took the costuming to like that level. Uh -huh. And, you know, it stuck. So there's a little Halloween story. The evolution. The evolution begins. Costumes that work for me. I uh, My first retail experience uh, that I dressed up. I was working at Tidal Wave Music and Video in Brooklyn uh, Park, Minnesota. Good old Tidal Wave. Tidal Wave was great. It was an awesome place. And uh, I dressed as Gene Simmons, actually. <laughs> and, uh, you guys ever want to do a Kiss group? I'm totally in as Ace Freely. I mean, that's that's when I had the hair, so I had the hair up in the in the ponytail on the back, and I painted the face, and I had a Kiss shirt. And, and um, there, 
in retail, I was always nice to every customer, always. Mm -hmm. With two exceptions. (laughs) (laughs) And one of them was that night, some gal came in and she was like, oh, Gene Simmons and Halloween, how original. And I was like, oh, honey. (laughs) And so... I ripped into her on her costume. She had mentioned where she went to school. I ripped into her school. <laughs> and it was the first time where I'd ever been not nice to a customer, but I just sent her up and down hell. And, um, Did you finish it off by spitting blood her? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. Uh, the other one uh, is not Halloween-related, and it's a completely different story. But no, her, she, uh, she had it coming. <laughs> and uh, so I was at Tidal Wave. I was I was Gene Simmons, and then uh, the next time I dressed up at Halloween at work was actually that night that they were distributing taco seasoning. At- <laughs> <laughs> I was working at uh, Hollywood Video and in on Tustin and Catella in Anaheim, which is now a dry cleaner. Mm. And um, I was dressed as Chris Jericho, the nice. WWE Intercontinental Champion at the time. I had the belt and I had the, a pretty great jacket and all that stuff, and. There was there was one other time I, I dressed up for work and um, I decided to be Andy Kaufman, oh, nice. and I, like a little kind of like tweed jacket and a shirt and mm-hmm. a little kind of cravat. I just was being like, "Hello, nice." My name is Andy. <laughs> it was everybody like, "Who are you? Like, what are you supposed to be?" Wow. Like, my name is Andy. And then I had the little like Mighty Mouse thing on my phone, so I just put it down. Oh, like, oh there you go. Here it comes to save the day. <laughs> there you go. But then we went straight from work to like trick or treating with our friends' kids. And they were like, who are you? And I'm like, oh, this isn't going to work for you guys at all. Uh, I'm <laughs> wow. a dead comedian from the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, okay. And then we still went like door to door. It was like, oh, you're Django Fett. You're so-and-so. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Andy Kaufman. <laughs> oh, okay. Should, should, should I even tell you that um, friend Wally owns that suit of Andy's? Oh, really? The original. Yeah. yeah. He actually owns that tweed suit with the... Yeah, the whole. Yeah. I mean, he's got one. He now has one of Andy's original Elvis outfits that he would really? wear on stage, yes. and he just got finished having a life-size mannequin face cast for Andy, making a smear and all that. He's got a Tony Clifton in his dining room, you know, mannequin set up. That's not an original outfit, but uh, very good replica. Very yes. good rep, amazing replica. And then, but he's actually got Andy's Heartbeeps outfit as well. <laughs> but if you need, but if you need the lowdown of authentic Andy Kaufman stuff. We, you know, just go over to Wally's. You'll see so it. You, you gotta listen to year. his. You gotta listen to his his uh, podcast with Bob because he yeah. talks about how he was being Tony Clifton, and uh, Bob Zamuda said he called him. He's like, "Hey, uh, listen, you're doing great. Can you stop it? Because I'm trying to be Tony Clifton." <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of good stories. Yeah, it's it's a long podcast, but it's got a lot of good Andy Kaufman stuff. I know you like it. Nice, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, when I used to work at Stars, um, uh, yeah, as, as you well know, Kevin, uh, my buddy Rick uh, and I worked together, and Rick was a big mastermind about these costumes. I mean, he'd make fun of me about this Doctor Who thing, but you get him going on something he cares about, and oh my god, he, <laughs> he takes it to the limit. And uh, what was it? Uh, the last year I was there, we did a Gilligan's Island group, and I was Mr. Howell, which was easy, because I could pretty much throw that together. We went out, and I bought a, a hat at uh, It's a Wrap. And a, a special kerchief to be my little ascot and everything else. I pre- Oh, I recycled my Davison shoes, I remember for that. And uh, we wrangled other people in our office to be Ginger and Marianne. And my, my, uh, my old boss uh, was uh, Mr. Hell's wife. Lovey. Lovey. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Rick was a professor and, and all that. So we, we had fun doing that. But more so in the costumes... We built the SS Minnow. <laughs> uh, we we got we went to uh, Home Depot and got some sheets of uh, giant foam, and we spent part of an afternoon. I can't believe that my boss was solely behind this. He was just yeah, go take the afternoon and build this minnow around <laughs> around, around my my, uh, my friend's uh, uh, jeep. Yeah, we built it around this jeep, and we just it wasn't much. We just bowed it in, and I remember putting um, what was it? Uh, gosh, my memory is totally getting kerfluffed here. Um, uh, you know, like hula skirts, that that grass type stuff, except in right. blue. So we put it over the tires to be water. Oh, gotcha. And then we we painted a little uh, blue around there. And Rick Rick really was the guy behind this. I was just there going <laughs> here. I'll hold that. And uh, he put mesh 
and painted it black to be the hole where obviously it sank. We painted SS Minnow <laughs> on it, and then we even got from some sailing novelty place uh, the actual you know steering wheel for a boat <laughs> that we put that up on the jeep on the top, and you know so basically uh, Rick would drive while Skipper and, and Gilligan were were driving. Oh, Gilligan was being chased by a giant gorilla. That was the other thing. Wow. But anyway, yeah. So we drove up in the SS Minnow. And of course, we won that year, which was awesome. Because that, so that was a costume contest we won because of the prop, not so much because of the group. But can I just say how hard it is finding a Gilligan tunic? Yep. That you think again? Oh, Gilligan tunic, like a polo with a white collar? No, no, it's, it's hard. Oh. Really, really hard. Well, at least if you're trying to keep it in a basic Halloween budget, there is the mm-hmm. official replica, but it's like a hundred bucks. And it says Gilligan on the front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it said Gilligan. Anyway, but yeah, we we faked one with a, a, a white polo and a red T-shirt. But um, anyway, so that was good. The year before, though, and this is why we lost, knowing your venue, we did the uh, Jack Burton and the Three Storms from Big Trouble in Little China. Uh. And I was, uh, I think I was Rain, and Rick was, what, Thunder, and yeah, and I remember going to, oh, he went to town, he dyed those karate tunics, and got all that foam stuff to be the belts, and the, oh, it was crazy. And uh, our, our, our uh, friend Sean, uh, he did Jack Burton, and he's, he's, he has a good Kurt Russell look, he's a really built guy, and so we ordered the Jack Burton tank top. You could get online, and he got a bad mullet, and, you know, we got some boots that he barely fit into, and we were a great group. Do you remember who won that year? Uh, oh, right. So we lost. And keep in mind, we were a group. Big group, awesome group. And there were a lot of guys who were animators who liked it. And we had the theme and everything. <laughs> we lost to the only other group that was going. There were two groups. What? Every, yes, two groups. Us and them. <laughs> Us and them. That's right. Because everyone else is a single. But the other group that won was Nightmare Before Christmas. And they oh. did Jack Skellington and all that. Yeah. Were they good? Yeah, they were pretty good. You know, but we just felt like, oh, come on, we're in big trouble. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> problem is, there was a lot of people who didn't know who we were, so that was a problem. Uh, so those are the two big things. Yeah, yeah. So for work costumes, those were neat. But then before that, when I worked at Riot, and I don't know if you were around for some of that, I know that the first year I worked there, I opted out of dressing up because I actually because I was going to wear my Superman. But I thought, I don't want to be, you know, cleaning film and stocking tapes in my Superman costume. You were in the vault. I was in the vault. But the next year when I was just at a desk, I did, um, I was the only other time I won a work contest. I I wore the uh, Ben Franklin costume from Jack of All Trades, a show which I'm sure five people listening to this remember, with Bruce Campbell. And it was Justin's. It was an original screen-worn costume. So I just outfitted it with a wig and some, you know, some shoes. And, of course, I called myself Thomas Jefferson because I didn't have the proper wig for Ben Franklin. I didn't have the weight for Ben Franklin. But what do I get called anyway? Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin. Uh, but I still won because it's a great costume. And for once, a good, awesome, quality costume won a contest. So I'm like, wow. So the next year... I borrow Justin's Indiana Jones studs. I do Indiana Jones, which is actually the second time I ever wore it for a work thing. And everyone loved it. Oh, yeah, Indiana Jones. I didn't really expect to win. And there was an awesome Darth Vader and all this stuff. Who wins? It's like some comedy costume group doing like uh, Britney Spears and that. What's his name? Federline guy or something? I don't know. Kevin Federline. Thank you. K-Fed. So, yeah. So, some group doing that won. And I was like, ah. You know, felt robbed. So, the yeah. routine wins. The, ru- the routine, the comedy won. Yeah. I don't think I've ever. I was sitting there thinking, I don't think I've ever done a costume contest. I mean, whether it had been at work or at school or anything like that or Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just was just sitting there thinking about. I've seen them. Yeah. Just never, never, never actually got in one. Yeah. No. I, well, I mean, Gal- yeah, heard some of your folks' story. I'm glad I didn't. It kind of. I mean, it's nice the times that you happen to win, but I'll be honest. Like the well, most. Other than stuff I've done with you at Gallifrey. Right. right. I was gonna say actually the, yeah, my, the Gallifrey. My ones. best memories of doing that is Gallifrey, and we do it for fun and exhibition. because, yeah. You know, we do it for the reaction. We're not doing it to compete really, except when I did Morbius, but that was a whole other thing. And mm-hmm. those are actually my favorite memories of doing a costume contest. Yeah. And I, you know. Well, you know, if you sit there and go, hey, Scott, we're going to do a competition, be like, huh, yeah. what? Yeah. Right. Nah, and actually, all of you here have been a part of several of our Masquerade stuff, so I'm, I'm sure. Well, you rope in your friends. That's how you do it. <laughs> as, as you do, you rope in your friends. Um, the, the only time I remember wearing Doctor Who for Halloween, beyond the, the retarded brother uh, Halloween, <laughs> uh, was about four years later when I had a better Tom Baker. Uh, the, here's what happened. I remember to um, a coworker had a party, not at work, and I wore my Paul McGann. And I just wore it because I wanted an excuse to wear the Palm again. It was a new costume. And I show up, and of course, nobody knows who I am because Doctor Who, Palm again, George Lazenby of Doctors. My coworker, though, does because he had seen that I'd had it up as a screensaver. 
at my you know my screen. Where and was he, this? I'm sorry. Uh, this is just a personal party you had, you know. But your coworker from what? my coworker who played Jack Burton, Sean, was oh, okay. having a party from stars. Okay. from stars. So I show up and uh, and he just laughed at me and he said Doctor Who and I'm like, well, of course you'll get it. And he just looked me up and down and he could clearly tell it was a very quality made costume and he went. You just own this stuff, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he had been seeing it on my on my screen, thinking like, what, "What are you doing owning this?" At first, he's like, "Did you rent it?" I'm like, "No, I own it." He's like, "Of course you'd own it." Well, yeah. And then we went to a screening of Doctor Horrible that same weekend, and I wore Tom Baker, and sure enough, that's a geek crowd. Everyone in line knew Tom Baker for once. It was like Doctor Who, yeah. and I was like, "All right." And then I got one person going like, "That's a good. You look. You would look better in the long coat." Tom Baker should wear the long coat. You, you look better in the long coat. They kept insisting, long coat. I'm like, Was that the well, man who was discussing this? <laughs> a slim leg. Definitely better as a long coat. Definitely. 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 <laughs> yeah, need, need, need the long coat. I'm like, I'll work on that. Yes, sorry. Well, you dressed up as uh, Tom Baker for uh, Wally's party last year. That's right. And well, I showed up as an Osman. Because I, I know the venue. <laughs> and, and I'll be honest, the good thing about wearing the Tom Baker is uh, layered, which is great for fall has pockets, and it's just a comfy costume. So, you know, unless I know that, oh, God, beer is going to get spilt on this, or nobody will know what it is, it is sort of my current adult and Vicky go-to. won the contest. Yes, in as Tigger. Tigger. Yes. In her Tigger yeah, suit. Tigger. Was Kevin Sorbo judging? No. Nice. Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, your standout Halloween costume or memory? I'll go with Savage. Last year, it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I was really happy with it. Um, I'll go with uh, a couple of years ago. I did a I can't believe I haven't talked about this here at the podcast, but I did a uh, Where the Wild Things Are costume. I was like the big um, Carol from the movie, uh-huh. and uh, I, I took this uh, monster making class that had been uh, was teaching you all about how like how to make these kind of like big like costume pieces of furniture foam, and it was taught by one of the guys from Guar. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was amazing. He was like teaching us. So like you know, you, if you want to do this, but like make sure there's room for like a spew tube there, so you can like pump on your arm and then like you know blood or vomit will flow out of it. And I'm like, I don't think that happened in Where the Wild Things. <laughs> I think I might skip that. But yeah, so I made this like big like you know head thing and like a big like fur um, suit, and I like converted a pair of Vans into like big monster furry monster feet. <laughs> Um, and the whole thing was really, really cool. And we went to this Halloween party that was uh, the back of somebody's house, but you had to go through their house and then down the set of stairs to get to the courtyard where the party was. And uh, we kind of made it to the top of the stairs, and uh, Angel said, well, put, put your head on so that like you can go down there and everybody gets like the first kind of look at the costume. So I put the head on. I can kind of a little bit see out of the eyes and a little bit see out of the mouth, but really kind of like the big like main like chunkier vision that's actually useful was completely off limits to me. I can't really hear properly because it's furniture foam. So I managed to like make my way down the stairs and all I get is like people like pushing me around and like banging into me and like knocking me around and I was like, oh God, this is awful. Why are you being so mean? And I like take off my head and she's like, God, did you see that? That was incredible. Like you got this massive round of applause the minute you like walked out of the door as you were walking down the stairs and then everybody came up and they were hugging you and taking their picture with you and like, yeah, it's great. And I'm like, oh. No, I did not have that experience. <laughs> no idea that any of that was happening. Nice. But that was really cool. That was a really awesome costume. Spike Jones actually put a picture of us on his blog. On nice. Wow. nice. Yeah, I mean, Halloween memory, Mr. Fantastic just sticks out to me so much because I just realized that so much hasn't changed through the years. <laughs> You know, uh, nice. you know, getting into character and uh, that kind of thing. That was just such a kick. Yeah, that, that that's easily my go-to memory. I will always remember dyeing myself blue. <laughs> In part because I was blue for the better part of a week. <laughs> Stuff really didn't wash off terribly well. Um, and I will always remember making that little girl cry as they Aww. pulled her away. Mm, but they were tears of love. <laughs> Not for her mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, I, I just, I just always associate Halloween with, uh, with that Superman costume as a kid. My little underoos. Um, little attachment memory I just remember now is when I first wore it as a kid, and I was so happy to be wearing my Superman and everything. And uh, getting into the night, I'm young. It must have been whatever eight o'clock. My parents want me to turn in, and all my friends had left. And um, my brother was having his Halloween party in the basement. The big kids. And I thought, awesome. 
second party. <laughs> and so I kept trying to sneak down there in my Superman and uh, my brother was not having any of it and they kept kicking me out. And I just remember looking in the mirror and, you know, dressed as Superman and my cape's falling off and I just went, no love for Superman. <laughs> and with that, I went to my room and I went to bed. And this concludes our 16-part documentary <laughs> on Halloween costumes by Ken Burns. Oh, As he slowly pad across the table. It'll be interesting Have to see. Have fun carving your turnips, guys. It'll be interesting to see where we're at next year uh, for more Halloween plans, if there's any improvement on this. But uh... Are you kidding? Next year we'll have Who Bowling Stories. Oh, yeah. Who Bowling Stories. Very yes. nice. Are you kidding? Yes. We've got leftovers here. <laughs> There's always room for taco mix. Oh my god, taco mix. Well, this has been uh, entertaining and enlightening. Uh, thank you all for being here, Mr. Kevin Kittredge. Bye! Ewan Anderson. Bye. Scott Sebring. Be safe. And Vicky Sebring. Have fun carving those turnips. Can I change mine to be safe? <laughs> no, it's been done. It's been done. Damn it. <laughs> Urging but all what? you trick-or-treaters out there, have fun, be safe, and for heaven's sakes, put on your mask. <laughs> That's the end. And on that note, uh, we will leave you listeners, and we'll be back next week with more Costume Shop Talk here at Costume Station Zero.